Hi, everyone. This is Cheryl Cran, and you're here for the Next Mapping Future of Work podcast. And I'm very excited to have with me today uh, someone who's well-renowned in the industry, Jim Summers. Jim is the Vice President of Marketing for the Communications and Collaboration Business Unit at LogMeIn. Jim brings more than 15 years of experience in SaaS technology, marketing automation, mobile apps, and cloud collaboration to the company. Before coming to LMI, Jim ran marketing for Relayware, a cloud provider of enterprise channel management software. Prior to joining Relayware, Jim spent over a decade in the mobile industry heading up marketing for Antenna Software, acquired by NASDAQ, PEGA, and Fiberlink, communications acquired by NYSE, IBM. Before his time in mobile, Jim was Director of Marketing Services for Marketing Automation Pioneer Responses, acquired by NYSE or CL, where he established the company's marketing consulting practice. Jim started his career in advertising as an account executive for Ogilvy & Mather and Lintus Worldwide and worked for AT&T as a marketing director in their consumer services division. Welcome, Jim. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Cheryl. I just noticed we have a connection, Jim. I have done some work for AT&T in the past. I worked with their leaders a few years ago at their uh, university, their leadership university. So I just noticed that in your oh, no introduction. Yes, yeah, so interesting. Well, you've had a very um, varied career and lots of experience, and I'm very excited to talk to you today. And I want to get right into the questions for the benefit of our, our listeners uh, who, mm -hmm. who are excited to hear your viewpoints on the future of work. So let's start with. What do you see radically changing in the next few years in the way people will collaborate through technology? Well, that's a great question. I actually think about that quite a bit, especially having three uh, teenage uh, children. You know, what's the workforce going to look like for them? You know, what are their expectations for work and what's work going to expect of them? You know, I think it's first important to recognize that the, the composition of the workforce in just a few short years, uh, 2020, let's say, half of the workforce is going to be made up of millennials. And half of them also want to work for companies that emphasize teams. I mean, these are people that bring in a different type of work style and expectations with work. They're looking for, you know, professions that have um, enabled them to apply their passion, their purpose, have work-life balance. Um, and, you know, that's something that businesses need to recognize. So how can technology enable that? I think first and foremost, technology needs to remove as much friction as possible from the work so that these millennials or anybody else can let their best work shine and allow them to collaborate and get work done. And that's something that we spend a lot of time on here at Log Me In is unlocking the potential of the modern workforce by removing uh, friction. Um, and that's what we think is a tremendous opportunity. But it's it's also interesting to think about how the world today is you between text and video and voice and content sharing. And we think that uh, the expectation will be that interactions will em need to emulate uh, true human interaction. Uh, so pretty much all applications will have these modalities really embedded within them. And we think that's really important. So, you know, I think technology has a tremendous potential potential to automate a lot of things that we do in our everyday jobs so that people can actually be more human. So although it feels like technology is encroaching on our jobs and is going to make us less human, 
we think it's going to actually make people more human by allowing them to be more strategic and do the things that they're most passionate about. Mm. I love that. That's exactly, you know, um, here at NextMap, and we talk about the future of work isn't about an overrun world of robotics and technology. It's actually about right. people connecting even more effectively than before by leveraging, and I love the way you said, the way we're already communicating in our day-to-day -day life. So um, yes, really exactly. appreciated that perspective. So what do you think needs to fundamentally change within traditional organizations that might be, you know, a little bit slower to adapting to this whole reality of remote workers and millennial workers and technology? What, what do you think needs to change within those those frameworks right now? Well, you know, technology obviously is exciting and driving growth across businesses, but it's also challenging companies to rethink their organizational design. You know, it's funny, my son, uh, just to be personal for a moment, my son is a freshman going into a sophomore year, and he's thinking about declaring a major, and he really likes economics, and he likes psychology, and I was saying, you know what, you know, it's a really big area in business you need to think about is, you know, human capital, organizational design. I think there's going to be a huge need for companies to really rethink how they operate with these new millennials coming into the workforce. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's there's great opportunity there to to help businesses because the reality is is worker engagement employee engagement is going to become much more of an important metric for companies to measure i'm not sure if you know this but um, some believe there's a crisis in the global workforce and a deficit of worker engagement and employees are feeling less and less engaged with their work than they've ever been and according to uh, Gallup, only one-third of employees in the U.S. feel engaged. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And what that means is that they're meaning, meaning they're involved with, they're enthusiastic about, and committed to their work in the workplace. Uh -huh. And that number is actually 13% outside in North America. So I think in a lot of ways, you know, how can technology help teams work better, more efficiently, and keep people engaged in the workforce and productive? Um, and Gartner predicts that by the year 2020, 20% of businesses will be measuring employee engagement as a core business KPI, not with just in within HR, but also in the IT organization. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, getting back to your question, how do you need to adapt? You need to think about engagement and how can technology oversee the touch points and how people are engaging with their customers, their partners, their colleagues, and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be incredibly important. Yeah, I, I really connect with what you're saying. I mean, the advice you're giving your son, your son is spot on. Uh, what organizations are going to need in the next decade is people who can bring those those solutions from a people and technology integration perspective. So it, it's not either Absolutely. or. And I think a lot of traditional organizations get stuck in being really uh, a, a, attached to the past and actually trying to plan their future based on past success. And what's happening yeah. in today's reality, as you know, is there's so much disruption that you can't solve a future problem with the way you might have done it in the past. So, uh, you know, one of the things I see with a lot of organizations I work with is what they're challenged with right now is actually the ability to change their minds about using technology to its maximum degree. You know, they're really, they, they know technology can help them, but they're still in that that adaptation struggle of you know, a lot of them are attached to their legacy systems and to make a complete change to the cloud, for example, is very traumatic for a lot of these organizations. So, you know, what you're saying about, you know, 
the, your son and, and, and Gartner's stat, Gartner's one of my clients. And even though they are producing all those statistics, I'm actually working with them next month. They are struggling with IT <laughs> and, and employee engagement. So yeah. I'm not speaking out yeah. of school with that. That's publicly known that, that every organization, when we talk about engagement, the future of work showing that 50% of workers will be remote or contract workers as we head to 2025. So it becomes yeah, less about exactly. engagement and more about how do we inspire and keep people uh, involved or wanting to work with us. To me, it's a bigger question. Not sure your thoughts yeah. on that. I, yeah. I, no, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I think the, you know, from a competitive advantage perspective, companies really need to think about how they're leveraging digital technologies mm -hmm. and platforms and exploiting those to give them that, you know, greatest source of competitive advantage. And I don't think, you know, you know, the next generation of workers really thinks about technology the way that we think about it. It's just sort of, it's there. They yep. grew up on it. Yep. It's part of their lives. You know, there's not a distinction. So I think for them, it's like, um, well, yeah, I want to come into the workplace and I want to do good work. I want to work with other people and technology can and should enable that. And I don't want to think about it. So um, that's really where we're all being pushed is to remove that friction and uh, make it as seamless as possible. Uh -huh. I but I think the flip side of it, yeah, I think the flip side of it, Cheryl, is is kind of where, um, where we talked about earlier with um, automation and artificial intelligence and so much data is being churned out right now about how people are interacting with each other. We're all, let's face it, we're all under surveillance right now, whether we like it or not. And, um, I think for us, it's a matter of, um, you know, how can this information be used in the most productive way possible to automate those mundane tasks for us to do better work? Uh, whether it's, you know, looking at it through our lens here at GoToMeeting is, you know, how can we use AI to capture what's talked about, what's discussed, the action items within the meetings themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're not just episodic kind of one and done moments in time. You know, these meetings will have more and more virtual concierges and people listening to them to be able to be your personal assistant, to yes. be able to drive more productivity and automation. So yes. that's the exciting part that uh, I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I agree with you completely. And, and that's where, you know, when we think of a future of robotics and AI, you know, we, people can get weirded out. But frankly, millennials and Gen Zs see it as a natural extension of having uh, you know, like a Siri on hand, you know, you come to a go to meeting and, mm -hmm. and it says, you know, we'll follow up next week and the AI automatically sets that up in everybody's calendar. I mean, that's efficiency at its peak. And that is what we are all, you know, wanting to have is higher. Efficiency. So I love what you said about millennials. They don't think about the technology. What they think about is solutions and working together. And I think for, yeah. the, you know, for the leaders of, of I would call them, you know, uh, non-millennial or non-Gen Z leaders, let's call them what they are, baby boomers or, or traditionalists, uh, I think the biggest shift I'm noticing in their minds is recognizing that work has moved away from that traditional hierarchical, I tell you what to do and you're going to do it, and more towards this collaborative, everybody has value, everybody is a leader, everyone uh, brings potential innovation to the team. So let's go to the next question, which is, tell me more about uh, the Citrix log me in joining forces. And what does that mean for, for your customers? I was curious about that when I was looking at uh, go to meeting before our, our interview. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's an exciting time here at LogMeIn. And um, LogMeIn and the go-to line of products that were previously part of Citrix used to compete pretty fiercely against one another in a moment in time. And it's not just in collaboration, you know, with GoToMeeting, GoToWebinar, GoToTraining and those various products, but also in other areas like uh, GoToAssist and in customer engagement and support. But when we merged, it brought together two technology powerhouses, which have been integrating ever since. And we've been doing a lot of tremendous work around integration and innovation for our customers. And that's really what we're driving here. These two companies coming together is really spawning off a lot of innovation. But I'm not sure if you heard, we also acquired a company called Jive Communications uh, earlier this month. The deal closed which is allowing us to look beyond just web conferencing and web meetings, which is certainly a, a, an active and a very hot market right now, about a $2 billion market. But we see a much larger opportunity around bringing together unifying communications and collaboration into one digital platform. And Jive is a big, big part of that story and fulfilling that uh, vision for us. I'm not sure if you know Jive, but they are a, um, a voice uh, in the cloud solution, uh, business voice in the cloud. Um, they've uh, kind of flown under the radar a little bit, but uh, have gotten tremendous accolades in the industry, uh, but also their NPS scores are highest than anybody in the marketplace. Their customers, their partners love them, and we're really thrilled to have them part of the solution and the go-forward roadmap for us. So um, that's kind of where we've been with uh, LogMeIn. We've been very busy in the last couple of years. Um, but now, um, you know, we have our eye on the prize in bringing these solutions uh, to market for our customers because we believe firmly that communications and collaboration as a platform is going to uh, really drive business and uh, create real strong competitive differentiation and advantage for companies. In a blog post, you wrote about collaborative devices over time. What's next for collaborative devices, in your opinion, as we head forward? Yeah, I mean, with so many workers being distributed and mobile and on the go, I think you said it earlier, if I heard you right, that um, over half of the workers uh, by 2020 will be spending uh, 80% of their time working remotely. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's an important um, statistic, an important trend going forward right now. You know, but devices will remain as important as ever as the primary interface to collaboration. And of course, mobile devices. Devices will continue to be critically important, but so will terrestrial devices like those in conference room settings, uh, you know, even on desks, you know, IP soft phones, they're going to be critical. And in fact, two thirds of conference rooms are predicted to be video enabled by the year 2022. That's from Aragon Research. So there's a lot of innovation happening in the space with hardware providers. And I think the key will be integration and making all those devices compatible with each other. So I suspect you're going to be hearing a lot more about companies such as ourselves partnering uh, with other device and hardware companies Uh to build your own, their own ecosystems. Uh Uh And, you know, and I think uh, it's also important to know where the devices fit into the workflow and with people on the go and using different types of software as they work, those devices will be very important to really um, accelerate the workflow for people. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of smiling to myself because it was just like literally, I think, less than two years ago that organizations were struggling with BYOD, bring your own device, right? And now it's right. that's not even a, it just feels like it's a distant memory of, of reality when 
you know, right now the collaboration devices are just, everybody has their options and their choices of how they want to do it. And when you said video in the heart, you know, I can see in uh, walking into a boardroom and video already enabled as it is, you know, you know how right now you've got the smart homes where you can see somebody coming at your doorbell and all that stuff. I, I believe that's what's going to happen in the workspace is that we'll just be able to say video on and we'll instantly have the video on and, and it's, and everything will be collaborative similar to what we're doing here. Uh, and we can either, you know, be voice or video or whatever the option is. So I'm excited about it. It's almost like that movie with Tom Cruise, which one was that minority report, you know, where they yeah. have, yeah, they have the meeting and everybody's at the white, at the glass C4 board and we're communicating and talking. I mean, I don't think that's far off to be honest, uh, for where we're going. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, have you seen ready player one yet? <laughs> not yet. Is that Ready? scary? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it, okay. yeah it's it's kind of ripping off a Minority Report. Ah, yeah. okay. So, uh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's it's funny because you you know I worked at Fiberlink. It was about laptops marching into and getting guest access to the network, yes, right? Which exposed yes. them to security vulnerabilities. And you're right. right. Then it was about BYOD and those devices marching in. So yeah, hardware frequently is a catalyst. Uh, for you know, it's innovation in and of itself. Yes. But it forces more integration, um, you know, to occur in the marketplace and the applications and the software and so forth. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. History repeating itself. Yeah, exactly. So um, final question. I might riff off of this question, but let's let's go here first. Tell us about your suite of services and how they can help leaders, teams, and entrepreneurs be even more successful in the future of work. So maybe give us an example of you know a, a user or a client that's really leveraging everything you have to offer and how it's impacting their business. That might be a great great way to describe it if you can think of something. Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think um, not to call out a specific customer per se, but, you know, we've talked about the, the trend of distributed workforce um, and what that's really, you know, driving is sort of more of a seamless collaboration experience that really aligns to the workflow. So I can't make this point uh, more strongly that it's not just about collaboration through episodic sort of siloed solutions whether it's uh, in a particular uh, solution like uh, a webinar solution or within a instant messaging solution. I think with the new workers coming into the workforce, there is an expectation that all this stuff works in harmony with each other and is always on and always there for them to be able to sort of, you know, start with an instant message and then elevate that into a more immersive meeting, whether it's audio-based, video-based, or sharing of content. Mm -hmm. So I think what you're going to see is much more persistent workspaces, um, but also meetings that get smarter and interactions that get smarter with every interaction that happens. Mm -hmm. So as this team here, you know, we're meeting with each other, you know, how do we capture this content and this interactions and what we're talking about to be able to use it as follow up for our next engagement? And it just it, it starts to work on a continuous basis and ultimately driving something that we feel very passionate about, which is momentum within the business. So the more that we can create flow and momentum in the business, um, we think is that's our mission in life is to drive that. Um, and that's again, not just with meetings or webinars, it's really about having all these solutions come together into a collaboration platform that uh, keeps workers engaged and productive moving mm -hmm. forward. So where does Jive fit in with that? 
Yeah, so, you know, Jive, as I said before, we're really excited about that because more and more when we talk to our customers, they're not interested in just having uh, business voice solutions, you know, with uh, automated messaging, uh, call queuing, um, all the things that come along with, uh, with, uh, with voice in the cloud. They don't want to buy that separately from their collaboration solutions. So really it gets back to your ability to, our ability to really manage all of the communication collaboration within a business. And it's not just, we think a lot of the, the, our competitors in the marketplace are very focused on internal collaboration. We see an opportunity also to enable businesses to collaborate and workers to collaborate more effectively with external partners. Okay. You know, as companies like yourself are working with people outside your core organization, you're getting ideas from maybe contract workers, freelancers, consultants. We're all still part of a team that is not necessarily defined by internal mm-hmm. and external boundaries. Yep. And that's really where innovation comes is the free flow of ideas. And that's not just within, you know, video systems and, and messaging. It includes unified communications and collaboration solutions and bringing that all together. And that's, that's a big part of where Jive comes into the story, into our solutions. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Hmm. So what are some final thoughts, Jim, around the, you know, what, what excites you about the future? You've got, you've got kids. Sounds like that you've got some kids that are going to shake the world. And what, what do you see for the future of work? What do you envision 2030 looking like, you know, in, in your wildest dreams, what do you see happening with all of us? How is it going to improve our work life, the direction we're heading? What are your final thoughts on that? Well, I, I have two thoughts. Um, the first thought is is really around, I think, the applications, and a lot of this will be, a lot of what we're t- talking about today will be embedded into the applications. And I do think that it'll be much more within um, the network itself. I think applications will always be important. Devices will always be important. But I do think that the network itself is going to have a lot of intelligence and that even things as basic as voice, as we're seeing with you know, Siri and Alexa and so forth are going to become much more important as that interface into collaboration, right? So less friction at sort of between your eyeballs and your fingertips, you know, and and the hardware themselves and just, um, you know, being able to collaborate more within the network itself. I do think the one thing that does concern me a little bit, Cheryl, and I read an article very quickly this morning that you may have seen from, um, who was it that's the head of LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Reed Jeffrey Weiner was it uh, Jeffrey Weiner? Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah Jeffrey Weiner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, an interesting article from Jeffrey Weiner, CEO of LinkedIn, who was talking about um, communications and how something that a lot of companies need to really be thinking about is how effective are employees at communicating with one another. Mm-hmm. And I think um, you know, I see my kids on their devices texting and uh, you know interfacing with these devices and more remotely, we're, we're losing potentially that human interaction mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, especially with devices or, or these solutions where you can say, all right, Jim's inflection in his voice sounds stressed or tense, mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm seeing his, his reaction and how he looks on the video. Um, I don't think I'm going to close this deal. Um, and the ability for data to really predict our behavior uh, just based on how we sound and, and how we look. Um, so I do think it's it's going to put a lot of strain on the next generation to really think about how they communicate, 
in how they present themselves because, you know, there may be nowhere to hide <laughs> in right. a lot of ways right. because right. the data is data and the data is saying something. And uh, that's a part that I spent a lot of time thinking about and how we can help with that and making sure that we're enabling the next generation of workers to do their best work and to actually be human, even though there's a lot of technology out there that may make us all think they're going to be less human. I don't think yeah. that's going to be the case. I'm much more about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of down the road of Peter Diamandis, which is the future is abundant and people are going to adapt, uh, you know, to that human reality as we are less focused on stuff that has been our focus for the last few decades, right? The tasks, the, uh, he believes that the humanness will, will rise. And I'm going to, I'm going to optimistically hope that that's the case as well. However, I will say to you in my research on generations that that is a common concern amongst baby boomers around millennials and Gen Zs is they're so device focused. Where's the art of nuance? Where's the art of adapting to personality? Where's the art of understanding uh, human behavior and human psychology as it relates to communication? I do think that as we free up our time and, and for those of us in leadership roles, coaching that skill is going to be vital as we move forward. But I also believe AI is going to support that because I do believe we're going to have that real-time training that's going to happen where somebody's on a business call and afterwards you get an AI coaching you saying, the reason you lost that deal was because of this, this, and this, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, right. you weren't sincere. You weren't authentic. You weren't honest. You were trying, you had a motive to get the deal. So I do think that, um, that there's going to be, uh, Bottom line is the reason we all want and are creating the world that we're creating is we all want a better human experience. So that's why I hold the right. abundance for the future is that ultimately we all want success for ourselves, our kids, you know, for each other, for our communities. So, I, you know, maybe you and I can be these rose colored optimists and, and just keep holding that vision. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. I'm with you. <laughs> well, Jim, this has been a true pleasure. I, I really enjoyed uh, talking with you, and I know my listeners will be very intrigued with what you have to say. Um, I will share with the uh, the listeners your um, websites, but maybe you can just let us know where we can find more info about Log Me In or GoToMeeting is probably simple, logmein.com or gotomeeting.com. Is there any other URLs you'd like to share with us before we, we end this meeting? Yeah, if you want to learn more about Log Me In, you can go to our corporate site, which is logmeininc.com. Mm -hmm. And then uh, to learn more about our collaboration solutions, you can go to gotomeeting.com. Um, and, and you can click through on our blog there and see some of our thought leadership um, that we put up there. Anything Excellent. else, Jen? Okay. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank you, Jim, for your time and, and, and for your energy. And I'm excited for uh, sharing this and we'll, um, hopefully connect sometime down in the future. I hope so. I really enjoyed this myself. Okay. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.